Hi, I'm George. I'm Dan. I'm Rick. And And we are Queer Magnolias, the podcast. Each episode, we're going to talk about what it was like growing up gay in the South. The trials and the tribulations. The joy and the struggle. And more importantly, how we became who we are today. Oh, honey, queer and fabulous. So come on in, y'all, and get comfortable, Shug. Kick off your shoes and sit a spell. And at the end of each episode, we're going to meet up out on the front porch for my favorite part of the podcast... Happy Hour! So join us for an all-you-can-eat buffet of cutting up, foolishness, and caring on. Always served with a heaping helping of sass. And that's a Queer Magnolia's Guarantee. When I think of life in Los Angeles, I think of sitting in traffic listening to Queer Magnolia's podcast. Oh, God. Yes. Jalopy. <laughs> Movie stars. Swank parties and sunny warm weather. People come from around the world to recreate their lives, becoming who they were born to be. Queer and fabulous. All of it requires perseverance and tenacity, a.k.a. hard work. Slay all day. Work off of that money, honey. Mm -hmm. There are a few good stories and a few that may not be so pretty. However, work is such a big part of our lives that it should be dissected and discussed. This week, we're going to talk about how most of our adult lives revolve around our work careers and how making that money, honey, is what drives life in the big city. So, let's hear from our working girls. Toot toot. Ah. Beep beep. Let's do it, girl. (laughs) Bad girls, honey. (laughs) I know that's right. There's at least four sitting at the table now. Hey, mister, have you got a dime? (laughs) Because I got the time. Ten cents a dance. Well, that's what they pay me. Gosh, how they weigh me down. Oh, Lord, <laughs> I mean, jobs, we could talk about this forever. Oh, honey, I'm telling you, I've been working so long, I remember working with Benjamin Franklin. Oh, honey, the sign in the Declaration of Independence, <laughs> oh, honey, girl. Me and Benny were right there on the front line. You were there for the first firecracker. <laughs> <laughs> me and Benny Franklin, honey, we was hanging out before he got struck by lightning. <laughs> <laughs> they was drinking buddies, girl. <laughs> Ooh, what, Con lightning. liquor. <laughs> lightning. Honey, uh, right. We was up in the whole house together, sugar. <laughs> well, once I came off the farm, <laughs> I worked a couple of summers in tobacco. We've talked about this before, but my Me first too, actually, you, you know, you keep telling that I have not seen a picture yet. I don't. You will not. <laughs> <laughs> but I finally got me a city job. Uh huh. I I applied for a couple of grocery stores. She's big a career star. girl, honey. Right. I, oh my, I had my purse. I was ready. Wait, go. did you say big star? I. I did. I applied at the Big Star first, and for whatever reason, they did not need a pretty girl. Oh, she was not Big Star material. <laughs> no, but I was Win Dixie material, honey. Take Are your you ass to the Piggly Wiggly. At that time in 1979, were they the, the beef people? They were. Jim Davis from Dallas, you know, Jock Ewing was doing that with the beef people. Beef people. Right. <laughs> but it was the premier number one grocery store, high-end grocery store. Mm. Not so much anymore, but it used to be. So I put in Back an in application, and uh, the manager's name was Avon. 
Like ding dong Avon. Uh (laughs) He was so nice. And he took my application and looked over it. And he said, well, we'll get back to you. And he came out of the office and he extended his hand. And I shook his hand. And he took a beat and he said, you know what? I think you're a nice fellow. And I think you could do a little bit better than that. Because when a man shakes another man's hand, he should mean it. Oh. And he didn't say it with any judgment. He said it so incredibly nice that I shook his hand very firmly, and he said, we will get along really well. In two hours, he called me, and I had the job. <laughs> nice. Right hey, Avon, was, honey. <laughs> yes, and he taught me an invaluable lesson at the age of 16 that I needed to know that if you're going to greet someone you work with, you need to mean it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to break someone's hand. You just simply have to mean business with them. And I feel like before this talk, you were putting your hands out to have it being kissed well, when you were that. being a gentleman. I had a purple ring. I said, change my mood ring, sugar. Go ahead. Sugar. <laughs> Can you make it bright red? Oh, hello. I don't so even I, know what the color's for. <laughs> I th- oh, I think red, red, is anger. red is anger. Purple is passion with a mood ring, I think. I think Look Rick's mood ring would always be black. <laughs> well, they... Wheel. <laughs> so, so you got the job at I did. the Win Dixie with the it. beef people and I with did. Avon. With Avon, and it, you know what? It was really good. I was a, a bag boy, and um, so to start at Win Dixie, you had to watch these videos. You know how to do business. You know blah blah blah, and all this stuff. How eight to bag- mil- eight I- millimeter, honey. Right, right. <laughs> I was say, are these the same videos I had to watch at the carnival that night? <laughs> Very similar. <laughs> you know how to bag uh, the sack up. You didn't want to sack up the groceries uh, in the wrong way and put sure them back in the, the right buggy, way. You know, <laughs> the buggy. Yeah. yeah, put it back in the buggy. The you know? buggy. But it was it was it was a good environment. It, I I learned a lot there. Um, there were some things that weren't. How long so did you good. work there? Five years, two months, and six days, but I don't know that exactly. I mean, precisely? Precisely five years, two months, and six days. You don't know the hours? No. Uh, probably four. But towards the end of it, it did not. I had a different manager, and he was a, uh, a prick-a-dick-a, son-of-a-bitch, whatever you need to call no. him. He, he was not Avon. I see. So, when dixie couldn't have been all wonderful. Well, you know, it was pretty good, but I will tell you that on Fridays, the trucks came, and so the groceries came, and there were boys that were always dedicated to unloading the trucks. Oh, yeah, The bigger boys, the butch ones, whatever. (laughs) So, of course, I was up front being the bag boy, all pretty and stuff. So, during the summer, we got watermelons from a local farmer, and they came on a big truck you know, with the big oh, eyes, yes, you know. So there was always some athletic boy that would crawl in there. So one Friday, one of them said to Avon, well, I think Danny should come help us unload the watermelon. Hey, screw you, Todd. I can't do <laughs> that. Oh, precisely. And I'm like, what? Fuck no, you, man. Wonder, no, no, no. I'm up, here, I'm up here in my pastel-colored outfit bagging the little groceries and <laughs> I'm stuff. I'm more honey. of a pumpkins kind of boy myself. <laughs> precisely. So, as had happened in tobacco, Avon said, well, you know, maybe you should try it. No. Anytime a boss says you should try, try it, go it. to the bathroom and cry. <laughs> no, you don't want to try it. So, I said, you know, because I wanted to be that perfect employee. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I go back there and, you know, they're sort of letting the, sort of gently putting the watermelons over the side. So I'm standing down there and sheepishly, sheepishly, (laughs) and he puts a watermelon over the side and, oh, 
I catch it oh. like a newborn just floating down <laughs> from the sky. And I pass it to the next person. And then I go back with my little arms around. And the next watermelon doesn't come gently. He hurls that motherfucker oh. like a goddamn jet. <laughs> Wham! Right through the arms it goes. It hits the pavement. I am splattered from head to toe in watermelon juice and seeds. And they all I laugh. Mean, I hate it when I'm covered in seed. <laughs> <laughs> Not my new bucks. Right? And Todd said, oh, I guess you can go back to groceries now, bitch. <laughs> Screw you, Todd. Right. Thanks, Avon. <laughs> right. So I never had to unload watermelons again. See in the back room, winks. <laughs> <laughs> so much for those Busta Browns. Well, right. Us mm-hmm. puppies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, because we had, so I'm so old, honey, at the back. Boys had to wear a shirt and a tie and uh, dress slacks, and we have so that's where it comes from. Oh yeah. Well, so the boys all know that I rarely ever wear jeans. I'm always in dress pants. Is what I'm most comfortable in. So dress for the job you want, honey. That's right. Dress for success. Well, I tried that, but they sent me home. Well, apparently the the golden lasso and the and the (laughs) the the gauntlets, honey, the gauntlets. It was. was, it was Jeff out of Stryker. the dress code order. <laughs> Fighting for yeah. your rights in your satin tights. <laughs> I told them. And they, they, you think they listen? No, they ain't listen. Uh, honey, those buttons were fighting for their rights to stay oh. home. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, so working at Winn-Dixie, I learned to be a feminist. So oh, I thought he was going to say, I learned to be effeminate. <laughs> I'm like, that's where you learned that? Some lessons stick, honey. Two snaps up, sugar. Hi. Well, I think we owe Avon a lot more than a thank you. <laughs> I'll get his address. You can send him a card. <laughs> well, the truth about that is this is the butch version. Well, this is after Avon. <laughs> I mean, it is the beef people. Well, right. I had to learn to shake his hand firmly. I'm like, ah! It hurts. <laughs> oh, don't do that. I broke a nail. Shit. <laughs> God damn it, Earl. Oh, <laughs> uh, so a cool thing about it was, um, I was a bag boy, and in watching the videos, we were told you cannot take tips, can't take tips, can't take tips. I mean, it was just drummed in you. So a couple of times, I took the groceries out to someone's car, and they tried to give me a tip, and I said no. And uh, <laughs> that lasted like three uh, minutes. <laughs> well, no. One of the other bag boys sort of cornered me in the back and got his hand around my neck. And he's like, oh, bitch, you don't ever take the damn tip. You take the tip and give it to me. If I ever hear you say to somebody, we're not allowed to take tips. He's like, this will not end well. For Rough you. trade. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was not old enough to. Say, oh, yes, Dad. Do it again. <laughs> I'm sorry, can you repeat that? Right. In my good ear. Right. But I learned to say, oh, well, you can put it in my pocket or put it in my apron. Oh, honey, I, the bucks, I'm, I made more in tips than I made in salary. I mean, it was cray-cray. So. Did you really have to split it with Jim Bob that threw you up against the lockers? Oh, <laughs> no. Uh-uh. Once I began to take them, I'm like, really? I know... So I have a great memory. So I know who tips well. Mm. Uh, I'm like, oh no, Frida over there, she doesn't tip. Uh, she's 50 cents. Dr. Mac over here is $2. <laughs> Hello, Dr. Mac. Hi. I'll be right over. <laughs> I'm coming over with the buggy. <laughs> <laughs> Calling Dr. Bombay. <laughs> oh, and then I wanted so desperately to be a cashier. And at that Moving time. Moving on up, girl. Right. At that time. Winn-Dixie had no part-time male cashiers anywhere. It was no. By policy? 
by policy. Oh, wow. So it was woman's work? It was only for women. Oh, right. And it took me a year to be finally allowed to be a cashier. They had to create a code, a job code for me. And I got paid less than every woman who worked in the grocery store. And what I realized is, I mean, I was unhappy to be paid less. But what I realized was that this is what happens to women all the time. Well, yes. They're always behind the men. It's where I learned to be a feminist. And I'm a very proud feminist to this day. Yes, honey. Yes. Yes. There is... Doesn't matter if you're man, woman, doesn't matter if you're tall or short, fat, thin, color, I don't care, religion, sexuality, doesn't matter. If you do the job, you deserve the pay. Period. End of story. <laughs> there oh, is, yes. right? <laughs> and honey, when I'm working the alley, I want all my coins. Uh-huh. Be all beep, 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 honey. Beep, 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 too. too. She takes the tip now. <laughs> Just Where? the tip. Shh, shh. I had the dollars. Ease it in, daddy. <laughs> all y'all be rich with coins. <laughs> ease it in, daddy. Just ease it. <laughs> oh, Lord. Not the rollaway bed story again. I can't do that. You're still jealous of that rollaway bed. Oh, yeah, oh my bit. God. I saw an old man in a Jeep the other day and I thought, are you my daddy? <laughs> <laughs> so I want to piggyback off your grocery store story. I worked for two grocery stores in North Carolina. Right. One was fantastic, which we can get to later, but one was really, really brief. And I think it was Food Lion. All right. Um, and I worked in the deli bakery department. And I got hired because I was like, oh, I want to learn to decorate cakes. So that was the whole thing that I wanted to learn to do. Nice. Not slice pastrami. <laughs> not scoop potato salad or set up the fucking hot lunch plate thing. None of those things is what I wanted to do. And they you kept had a putting, very specific goal. I, yes. I was like, this is what I want to do. And they kept putting that off. Oh, we'll get to that. We'll get to We'll get to George it. can decorate cakes. I, I mean, I was like, girl, look around. <laughs> do you not see my calligraphy? I, I am good at this. Look at the sparkle. I can do this. <laughs> Not Ernestine over there. The <laughs> and there was one night I was working and I was completely alone. Somebody called out sick or whatever the hell it was and we were closing. And somebody came to pick up their birthday cake. Yes. For, and it was for their little girl. And it was supposed to be the Little Mermaid cake. And I went to get it out of the freezer or wherever the hell they put them. Refrigerator, freezer, freezer, I think. Freezer. And I was like, there is no cake for you. Uh-oh. And he's like, oh, well, this is, all, you know, he was so angry. He's like, my daughter's birthday, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I was like, okay. I was like, give me a minute. So I go back and I get like one of the blank sheet cakes. Yep. That size he's going to get. And I grab the stupid little mermaid toy thing that just stick on the top. And I was like, okay, well, I've got to make this look sort of nice. Never decorated a cake before in my life, which I know is crazy sounding because right? of you just listening to me, you would think I can do this. It's innate. <laughs> it it's, innate. it's like cutting hair and arranging flowers. Right. I can do this. These are your things. So I mix up this icing. I'm like, hey, blue, that's the water. And here's the sand. And stick the little mermaid thing on the top and write happy birthday in the worst shaky handwriting you can fucking imagine. Ariel was yes. her name, wasn't it? It was Ariel. And I'm like, okay, it? here's your cake. And he's like, I'm not paying for that. He's like, that is the <gasps> worst, ugliest cake I have ever seen. No. Yes. And I'm like, 
fuck you, fuck this job. <laughs> I quit. I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> I am calling the pound, and they're coming to get your food lion right now. Um, see, I totally had a whole different vision of how that story oh, no, ended. No, it did end. not end well. <laughs> I, I actually thought I he was going to say, hero. I'm going to pay twice. <laughs> I was like, I saw Hero and nope. the whole fucking thing. He was not pleased with that sandy beach crumb cookie blue icing cake with a plastic toy on top of it. He had zero imagination. She, she was not feeling your beach vibes. She, uh, she was, I was I, I, shocked. Shocked is what I was and livid. I was like, uh-uh, I'm just you, not doing this anymore. I hope you threw it at him. <laughs> I did I know, not. I, I wish that did. I had, but I but I did throw my apron down. And say that's it. I quit right now. Like that's, I, I'm done. Y'all close it up by yourself. Figure it out. I'm done. You wanted the Little Mermaid, and you got Daryl Hannah. <laughs> I am not here for this. Screw you, Food Lion. To this day, won't shop there. <laughs> I, I don't like Food Lion either. So. Yeah, I'm not a fan, but my mom likes it, so yeah. I, I have to go when I'm home. So what about you, Rick? Did you ever work at a grocery store? <laughs> As a matter of fact, yes, I did. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I worked for Piggly Wiggly. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, but uh, I think I have you beat in terms of how long I worked there. Uh, go ahead. I went in at 9, I left at lunch at 12, <laughs> and I didn't go back. And she never went <laughs> Like, you know, I have retired. Me. Where's my pension? Where's, exactly. Just send my exactly. pension to my house. Can, yeah. I, can I get unemployment? <laughs> extra long cigarette break. Exactly. With an extra long cigarette. One hundred. Exactly. And then I went back a few days later to get my final paycheck. <laughs> Like, Can I get paid? Ding, for ding, my ding! Three manager, hours? manager. <laughs> I want my three hours. Uh, which, which department did you work at? Uh, they started me out as a bag boy, okay. and that lasted, like I said, three hours. I, was like, eh, I can't do this. Yeah, I just weren't cut out for mm-hmm. putting things in a sack. No, <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> And, and well, I'd just like to know why you weren't cut out for that. I sort of liked it. I would think the first three hours you were just watching the videos. <laughs> no, no, it's a piggly wiggly. They all put you through that shit. They throw you right there and they're like, here, bag this, but you got to put this in the bottom. This goes on top. This goes. I was like, there's an order to this shit? Don't, Danny. <laughs> See, this is, exa- this is exactly why I can't go shopping with That's you right, right there. Uh-uh. She, yelled, she yells at me in the fucking, uh, in the fucking mm, checkout. Because you put the bread on the bottom. <laughs> The bread necks right under yeah. all of the cans. Yeah. Under that ham. <laughs> Just put those two small ham on, anywhere. Two honey. hands on top of the bread. Oh, Fuck my it. God. I can pack a sack to this day, pack honey. A sack. That, that is amazing. <laughs> Plastic bags, paper bags, it does not matter. I can save you half the bags if you let me bag it. There I am go. that damn right. good at well, it. Well, then you can do you can do all my grocery shopping. Come here no, I will not. You you order that Instacart shit. I still go <laughs> to Instacart the grocery is, store. Instacart is my life right <laughs> now. I love it. But I will say the worst job I've ever had was actually waiting tables. And oh. I am not cut out for food service at all. I mean, imagine, you know how much I hate seafood, right? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine me carrying a plate of seafood on my fucking <laughs> arm right next to my face to somebody's thing and not throwing up on their plate? It's just nasty. <laughs> so that Long John Silver's didn't work out for you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. God. Mm. But yeah, That's probably pretty. That was a pretty mess right there. That was a mess waiting to happen. But that shit aside... My my favorite is that all these difficult people that come in to complain and, you know, I, I remember this one particular night. There was probably 30 people in this fucking restaurant and, <laughs> and everybody the complained only about one you. There. No, I'm the only one there. And so this bitch starts complaining that she's waited probably 10 minutes to order. And I looked at her and I was like, I'm sorry. 
Do you not see the 30 other people in this restaurant? And do you not see me who actually sat you down so I'm your maitre d'? She said maitre d' like it wasn't Waffle House. (laughs) (laughs) Made her don't. (laughs) Right? Exactly. Made her don't. Made her. Made her don't. don't. And I'm going to have to cook your meal, Karen, and spit it in two. So you just sit right there and wait on me. I'm on my way to put your chicken on the grill right now. You need to calm down. This ain't Hardee's. Oh my goodness. Girl- Next car. <laughs> <laughs> a girlfriend of mine worked at this barbecue place that was very popular in Kenton, North Carolina. And she was carrying a plate of uh, fried chicken out. It was a Sunday. She rounded the corner a little quickly and the chicken fell off the plate. And so she stops and she picks down, she bends down, picks up the chicken and she puts it in the garbage can. And the owner comes rushing over to her and he said, uh, let me tell you something. That chicken stepped in a lot worse than that floor. Don't ever throw it in the garbage <laughs> Put it back on the plate. No. Oh, I don't even want to know. I will, I, that's me. a true story, and I know him, too. He's an asshole. That reminds me of another story, though, I had as a waiter in this same restaurant that I was working in. One night it was very, very busy, and it was the night that we actually had a full staff. And um, I happened to – I just dropped off a tray of food at someone's table, and I was coming around the corner, and there was another girl – in the restaurant who was serving off of her tray and as she lifted one off one plate off of her tray the tray tipped mm. and so the Ooh. other plate went flying at this guy's head i flew in with my tray and caught it and swung around he tipped me twenty dollars wow so i was even serving the table and he gave me twenty dollars oh, like, very nice so. <laughs> as you keep dropping the cocktails honey it's your age that's not pretty anymore <laughs> right towards the end of the night it's like oh look at her honey. she's so sad she just crawls to the bar (laughs) help mommy sweetie sweetie sweetie. so i actually waited tables once in my life oh hell did you hate it or love it so it was it was not the typical table service experience like you had so i when i was in chapel hill i worked were you dancing on a pole i was and also (laughs) serving shrimp cocktails Yeah, I'm not going to touch that. Uh-huh. In heels. I actually worked at a retirement community for like these soup, like very, Hooters. very, <laughs> I, no, Hooters, no, Hooters. I, I'm not built like that. <laughs> um, I, so it was for very well-to-do Southern older folks. It was, it was a very active retirement community. It wasn't a All nursing right. home. All right. Um, and the way that they They're had quieter the nursing home, just I'm sh- y- yes, especially when they get their applesauce, <laughs> <laughs> messy times. <laughs> the way that they had the dinner service set up was it was set up like a dining room. So and they people dressed up for it, and all the waiters had to wear t- oh, nice. like bow ties, and we had to dress very nice because it was really oh, set up like going to dinner, like a was restaurant. This North right. Carolina, it was or? it was in okay. Chapel Hill. Okay. Um, and people would, and people would make reservations. It was so cute the way they would all do it. And like I said, they would all dress up. And there was this one woman who was always the first one in line. She always sat by herself and she was kind of a kook. Like she was the kind that would have always had lipstick on her teeth and like, you know, always sat alone. Danny. She was super, super <laughs> quirky. Um, her name was Mrs. Lesser. Aww. And not more, but lesser. Lesser. And she was like, and she was also very picky. Like she, when she sat down, and like I said, she was one of the first people that sat down. She ever, she wanted this on the table. And she wanted that on the table when she sat down. And everybody got to know. She always sat the same table. So if you worked her section, you got to know that. And we also didn't take tips. They didn't tip us because they saw us every night. Like you're going to go to this place every right. single night and eat dinner. So they didn't tip us. Except she would. She would leave everyone tips, but she would leave us tips in the form of coupons. And they were the coupons that she thought were the most 
you know, valuable. valuable. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, polygrip. <laughs> <laughs> Topol, the smoker's tooth oh, polish. Oh my God, Topol. <laughs> and that went along for your 19 uh, years old or whatever. Exactly. So that's perfect. Exactly. So we'd always, if you had their table, you always had this pocket full of useless coupons. <laughs> All right. So now I'm going to tell our loving audience a little story that is very important to know. So people make fun of polydent, you know, the denture cleaner. Mm-hmm. So do you know that polydent cleans diamonds? So if you have jewelry that needs cleaning, if you drop polydent in what? and you drop in your diamonds, that makes sense. trust me, yeah. it cleans but, them. I'm sorry, how do you know this? I work for two diamond <laughs> brokers. Well, sure, because it, it's that bubbling action. Yes, yeah, it that, is. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. shut it down, Mary. <laughs> you don't have any, honey, you don't have any diamonds. That, that, mm-mm. Mm-mm. I do. That's mother of pearl. That is not a diamond. <laughs> diamond L. <laughs> that ZQ ain't working. Or CQ. C- CZ. 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 Yeah. That CZ ain't working, <laughs> honey. Uh, Zirconia, <laughs> honey. CZ top, honey. <laughs> BR549. It ain't right. I prefer a CZ top anyway. Mm-hmm. Every Pearl time. necklace. Yes. Oh. <laughs> hey, we get one of those. Sorry, we're going to be on the front porch looking at Pearl necklace in a few minutes. <laughs> I will tell you that I actually worked for the Antichrist. I worked for a woman when Back I lived. In the day, honey. Right? Of Eden. <laughs> I worked for a woman when I lived in Miami that I can honestly say I can never imagine working for anyone worse on this entire earth. She. But when she interviewed me, she asked me all these things. She knew I was gay already. She told me about her best friend who'd worked for her, who died. She had his ashes. She asked all these personal questions. And I had been recommended to her by someone. And so I felt so comfortable. And she used everything I told her against me at some point. Oh, wow. I worked for Mm. her for 90 days until she fired me because I wanted to take a two-hour lunch. She fired me, and it was her birthday, and she made this whole big deal. When I left working for Penny Sugarman, I was so confused about who I was or life. And what I realized is you have to be very careful trying to please someone. I didn't quit her because I'd been recommended. Right. I should have told her to go fuck herself the second week when I realized how very psychotic she was. I mean... She really was horrific. And when I found out a couple of years later that she died, I said to my friend that told me, I said, thank God. And Mm -hmm. Kathy said, oh, my gosh, Dan, how could you possibly say that? And I said, you didn't work for her. I will tell you, I had PTSD for several years after working. Wow. Wow. But one nice thing that did come out of it once I finally was able to process it was no one will ever treat me like that in my entire life life. And I have this appreciation for being a boss, which I've been several times, in trying to know the people that work for you and treat them like human beings. Right. This woman, honestly, I don't think I've ever met a person, and I could tell plenty of stories, I don't think I've ever met a person as evil as this woman was. Oof. Wow. Girl. Yep. Horrible. That which doesn't kill us makes us stronger. Right. right? Mm -hmm. But she did have a Mercedes- 560s or something like that, which was really nice. I did like that part. So. <laughs> okay, because that makes it better. <laughs> no, she really was. She was beyond 
a shadow of a doubt, she's probably the most evil person I've met in my life. Oh, right. And I'm like, you know what? But I, I survived and I thrived and I'm still pretty. So that's all. That See, matters. she can take that away from you. She honey. could not. She tried, but she could. <laughs> <laughs> Jake. You've been uh, awfully quiet. I've been really quiet, my friend. Yeah, of course, I have my fair share of fun jobs, if you want to call it that. <laughs> War stories, honey. Um, I think some of the craziest weird things I saw was working at Starbucks uh, in Hollywood. Yes. Oh, I remember actually running into you at the yes. Starbucks at 5 o'clock in the goddamn exactly. morning. Exactly. <laughs> um, and I had- was coming, Rick was coming home from a bar. <laughs> Jake was trying to work. <laughs> Just... I barely get my eyes open at that time. Uh, it, and so I could barely break. keep my teeth. <laughs> oh, Lord, girl. You need your pike place. That's right. Pike place. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, you know, it was in the middle of Hollywood, and I had to be there at, at one point, at 4.30 in the mornings when we wow. opened. So we had to be there at 4. I had to be up at 3. Um, yeah, it was it was intense. Um, it was zombies around. Well, I thought they were. They looked like zombies and acted like zombies. And across the street was the strip club, so we get strippers that would come in the morning. Dan, <laughs> you were the one selling shrimp, honey. <laughs> Busty Larue <laughs> with those shrimp, crusty Larue. <laughs> and I remember I had I wasn't driving at the time, so I would walk or take the bus. Ooh, and yeah, that was. It must have been some pretty characters at yeah, that a, time at the morning. Pretty is it, yeah. I've actually I've filmed some stuff in Hollywood overnight and been on the streets at three or four in the morning in Hollywood. Yeah, it you ain't were, a pretty sight. Shush, honey. You just were being shush. filmed. It's just called shush. cops. Hollywood at three in the morning makes you want to clutch the purse, honey. It's like, oh no, no woman is show at night. <laughs> That's right. I used to I used to smoke cigarettes before I would, you know my shift started, and I quit smoking cigarettes because I would be harassed by homeless people. <laughs> yeah. Can I have a cigarette? No way. And I didn't have the I'm wherewithal. I'm working at Starbucks. Yeah. I can it's only my... afford one fucking pack <laughs> for <you>. myself. <laughs> and those people would hang around all day and they'd come back in anyway. So I, I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. But you did but, see Honey Boo Boo and her mama, didn't you? Honey? Oh, well, that was at a different Starbucks. Okay. <laughs> idea. And that's how I mean, I Honey Boo Boo sighting. Uh-huh. It's just <laughs> like being at home in uh-huh. the South. <laughs> Right there in the trailer park. I didn't actually hate the job, though. Um, I did really well at being a barista. So, mm. But, you know, it was fun times. I certain. can tell yes. you that I have never in my entire life served food or coffee or something like that. That I would not be good at. I, w- I will tell you that a few weeks ago, I was thinking about all the jobs I've had in my life. And I've had some great ones. There are some days I miss working at the grocery store just because you met people yeah. and you talked mm-hmm. to them. And when I ran the register, you know, I people would. I always had the longest line because I talked smack to everybody. We had a good time. Food service, not for me, but I will say bartending was something I truly enjoyed. And it was, you know, I was talking to my people. So. That's right, honey. <laughs> but I do have a, a really quick story about the best boss I've ever Yay. had in my life. Uh, his name was Ray Lamore, and he was the, uh, the he was the first man I worked for as a bartender. 
He hired me the day I went in to meet him. He hired me on the spot, started me that night. Wow. Uh, and the night that I went in to work for him, I was, uh, I, uh, went behind the bar and he had me bar back to the existing bartender that was there just to learn the ropes and how they do things and all that stuff. And at the end of the night, uh, the bartender on duty tipped me out. And as I'm leaving, Raymond's sitting at the end of the bar. It's closed. Everybody's gone. And he looks at the bartender and he's like, Hey, Jay, did you tell, uh, Rick that he needs to, uh, some of the requirements of the job is that he needs to split his tips with the boss and uh, he also needs to give him a kiss. So I walked over and I grabbed him by his big ass head, gave him a big kiss on the cheek and I said, one out of two is all you're getting tonight. (laughs) (laughs) And what, right on out. And there was something about in that moment, it clicked for the two of us and it truly defined what our relationship was. He he was the best, most amazing person I've ever worked for in my life. Wonderful. It was really great. So, oh wow! So you were a bartender. I guess this means we should probably mosey out to the front porch and have us a little libation. Well, shake it up, honey! Ooh, shake time. it, shake it, shake it. Let's head on out. Come on, y'all. See let's, you on the front porch. Let's do this. See you in a minute. Welcome to the front porch, everyone. Hi, y'all. Hi. It's nipply out. <laughs> <laughs> drinks, 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 drinks. <laughs> we'll warm you up. Busted. Busted. <laughs> All your moons are hanging low tonight, Busted. <laughs> Take me, Biff. <laughs> so, Jacob, what are we drinking today? All right. Well, it, you know, I thought it would be good to celebrate work. Yes. yes. Yeah, nothing better than a little coffee, right, to get us going. Yes. Ooh. So, I got I, a drink here called the Work It Girl. All right now. <laughs> so it's basically just a boozy coffee. Um, you can do three ounces of milk of your choice. It's got a little Grand Marnier, mm-hmm. a little rum, yes. and a little cold brew and a little sugar. You shake it up. and mm, You know queens ice. love their iced coffee, honey. Let's just right. shake that. <laughs> shake, shake, shake. I well, think yeah. I'll take this to work with me. Well, see? Right? <laughs> Cheers, y'all. Cheers. Exactly. Put it in oh, your coffee wow. cup. Oh, wow. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Well, that just perks you right up, don't mm-hmm. it? The best part of waking up. <laughs> honey, all my cups are full now, honey. I can tell you my right now, this is going to be good to the last drop. <laughs> See? <laughs> Nicely done, Jacob. Oh, Thank you. Toaster's choice. <laughs> yes. I love it. He never has a second cup at home. <laughs> I usually have well, to pay my... Well, the first cup my... is so fulfilling. <laughs> I usually have to pay my taster's choice. Mm. It's Sanka. Folgers <laughs> <laughs> no, crystals, honey. <laughs> That's right. God damn it. Fuck. All right. All right. Should what we... are we going to yeah, talk about on the front porch? Get in there, honey. Get in there. Get in there. Get in there. Let's perk it up, baby. Come mm. on. Perk it up. Percolate. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Time for the percolate. My granddaddy used to say that. How you percolate? <laughs> oh, that's cute. It is cute. He couldn't uh-huh. spell it, but it was really Girl, that's all right. <laughs> Drop out of school in the fourth grade. That's fine. <laughs> he made it through first grade. <laughs> percolate. Perca. Percolate, baby. <laughs> all right. Look. If you had to change your name... What would your new name be? Also, <laughs> oh, new names. Darla. I want to be Darla. Witness protection program. <laughs> Symbol. Oh, no, Prince did that. Sorry. <laughs> I think bottom's already taken, right? <laughs> You're already in it. Oh, well. So. Mm-hmm. I'm going to change my name to Danny White. Watch your mouth now, honey. Watch your mouth, honey. 
There ain't enough room but for me and the Dallas Cowboys quarterback. So that's it. So I've I come undone. <laughs> <laughs> so each of my names have five letters. And I always want By design? To- my I, my mom's design numerology yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so i always well, wanted I, 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 seriously i'm no, serious Is danny urban white yeah. yes right. it's they're all five uh lettered names and i always wanted something long like alexander chadwick or <laughs> michael alexander <laughs> something something grand uh, you know i wanted leopold a little, right a little girl named victoriana Beauregard. <laughs> cheswick <laughs> Oh, I like Cheswick. That might, that might be a contender. So I wanted something regal. Reginald. Regal. <laughs> Fuck y'all. Fuck y'all. I just wanted something. I wanted something of substance. Maybe something with more than one syllable. Mm. I mean, my first two names, first and middle name have two syllables. But last name only has one. So, you know, just something. Yours is the opposite. One syllable for the first and two for the last. Mm-hmm. Uh, these things, they come to me. Numerology. Well, you know, and, and mine is technically two <laughs> syllables, but, but the Y yeah. is silent. So. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky Ticky is silent. <laughs> uh, but I, I have always liked my name. I just wanted it spelled differently. R-Y-C-K. So I, no, I wanted to spell R-I-K is what I always wanted. And I even tried that for a minute, and then I was like, well, this is kind of dumb and silly. Yes, it is. R-I-K-K-I. <laughs> like, Ricky, like, Ricky, Ricky, Ricky. Ricky. <laughs> Come join us, Ricky. Don't you want to talk to us on the front porch? So, I don't know. Maybe I'll adopt that again. Let's try that and see what happens. R-I-K. All right. Yes, R-I-K. R-I-P, honey. <laughs> R-I-P to the R-I-K. Yeah. Rest in peace, Rick. <laughs> now, what so kind of name did you want, honey? Like, because I'm a junior. a junior. Right? I am. Okay. So, George is my dad's name. And right. growing up, he was George, and I was G, because Aww. that kept us separated. So, for a long time, G. I was just G, but I spelled it G-E-I-G-H, because Lee is L-E-I-G-H. Oh, isn't that Because I, I was being super artistic, don't you oh, know? And it's yes, so funny, I see that on social, and I was like, oh, it's gay. But it's not gay. But it is gay. It's totally <laughs> I mean, gay, honey. It's totally gay, but you should. <laughs> but, but that's how I always interpreted it. It was, it was gay, gay yeah. but it's G. Which I loved. I like Lee. Brilliant. I like that. Thank you. Like yes. That. So, um... I don't know, like, if I were to change my name to something completely different. Marilyn. <laughs> Rosie. <laughs> Marla. Blanche. <laughs> Wednesday. Well, uh, I'm going to tell you, I always thought an amazing drag name would be Ash Wednesday. Oh, I like that. So, Ashley. Now that I've given that up, I'm going to take it. <laughs> no one gets it. Trademark that. Call it did, right? Hashtag. Well, speaking of drag queen names, right? Wh- like what's that thing? What is that? How's that go? Take what? Oh, that's your porn that's your star porn name. What you're thinking of? Well, I think it's drag queen or porn star, right? Maybe it goes both uh, ways. Okay. I don't know. No, d- what is the thing? What is that? So it's your first pet's name. That's your first name, and then the street you lived on as a child is your last name. But that's porn star. So well, I think it's also drag name. Oh, right. Whatever it is. So what would yours would be, be? Mine would be Crystal Church. Crystal Church. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, your, what your, your was yours? Be? On fire. Pee-wee McCoy. <laughs> <laughs> See, these are drag queen names. <laughs> Pee-wee is not a damn drag queen. Well, it's queen. definitely not a porn name. <laughs> well, unless you're in water sports. I mean, <laughs> what about you, Pee-wee Jacob? McCoy. Taz Glenridge. <laughs> 
Oh, my star. Oh, my God, that's the best. <laughs> that is a porn star name if ever there if was ever. a porn star oh, name. All right. George, Cass. your turn. So we're, we're coming back to my porn name, but go ahead, George. So mine would be Skeeter Pearson. <laughs> There's a Skeeter on Child, my Peter I don't even know where to go off. with that one right now. It doesn't work for anything, honestly. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Lord. <laughs> my favorite porn name would be Buster Cherry. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm Buster Cherry. Christian I'm Martyr. <laughs> Bottom uh, McCleary. Neville Longbottom. Never enough. Let's see. <laughs> Oh my stars! Y'all are crazy! Y'all cray cray! Y'all cray cray! <laughs> Tap it, Rosebud! <laughs> no, no, no! Stop! Let's not go down this path. You started it. No, I oh, didn't. Uh, oh, I think you did, George. We're blaming you. <laughs> Three against one. I would never. Oh, that's your poor name. I mean, Three against possibly. one. <laughs> <laughs> Got to know when to hold them, honey, <laughs> and know when to fold them. <laughs> Oh, look, here's a way we can figure out our drag queen names. Okay. You take your grandmother's first name. Okay. And add it to the sweetest treat you've eaten most recently. <laughs> <laughs> and you put them together. Okay. Um, Bertha Deal. <laughs> well, that was that. Deal was sweetest. Deal was the sweetest. Yeah, it was, Dill. it was. It was. It was those goddamn pickles from the farmer's market the other day. <laughs> they were sweet? Then were they uh, gherkin? They were sweet. Oh. Bertha Gherkin? Sweet. <laughs> Bertha Gherkin, yes. Bertha Rick Gherkin. is just bitter. Dill is sort of nice. <laughs> That's as sweet as it gets for Rick. That's as sweet as it gets for Rick. Yeah. So what would yours be, Dan? Oh, I, Betty Cheesecake, I think. Yes! Betty oh, Cheesecake. Yes. Oh, Big Mama would like that. She liked cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, which Big grandmother did she pick? What? Well, uh, your, your grandmother's first name, but either grandmother. Cool. I think mine would be Nelly Vodka. <laughs> <laughs> that that's Rick's like name. Is, <laughs> like, that's like Rick's real name, <laughs> Nelly. That's vodka. a requirement, right? <laughs> Jake, what about you? Um, it would be Lolly Cake. Oh, mm. that's so sweet. Yeah, not, cut that out, Rick. Edit that out. <laughs> that's too sweet. <laughs> now, I'm going, uh, now, I, now I'm going with my other grandmother, honey. Kate French Vanilla. Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh I wonder what mine would be. So, Minnie Bell Blue Bear. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it. That's sort of You fun. know what? We want to hear from you guys. Yes. Yeah. Tell yeah, us. Honestly. Tell us what your, uh, how's it go? Or, go ahead, Jake. For, Sorry. Yeah, that's right. You take your grandmother's first name. Yes. And you add it to the sweetest treat you've eaten most recently. Most recently. Well, as my Aunt Lucy used to say, my ice cubes are dry. Oh, thanks, guys, for joining us on the front porch. See you soon. Love y'all. See you next time. Uh, Queer Magnolias is a weekly podcast hosted by Rick Clifton, Danny White, and George Skinner, and produced by yours truly, Jacob McGinnis. You can find us everywhere you find your podcasts, so please take a few minutes to leave a rating or review. We definitely look forward to hearing from you. If this is your first time joining us, please subscribe to receive the next episode automatically. Thank you for following us on Twitter at Queer Magnolias and on Instagram at Queer Magnolias Podcast. Or you can email us at Queer Magnolias Podcast at gmail.com.